Hello folks, hey guys, good to be here. Welcome to another episode of Daughter Talks. Uh, series within a series. Scatterbrained is my podcast. And at the moment, I'm exploring conversations. Conversations I'll be having with my lovely little daughter when she's old enough. Yes, her name is Aoife Daisy Jacobs. That's right, A-O-I-F-E. Lots of vowels, but not, not all of them. We're missing one. We've gone, instead of a U, we've gone for an F, instead of F-U. Instead of F, we've gone U. <laughs> it's not true, actually. Instead of U, we've gone for an F. Which is the right way around. That's the right way around. So this podcast is for anyone who's got a daughter who one day will ask inevitably questions such as, Dad, how do I cook pasta? Like, properly. You know what I mean? Uh, Dad, how do I avoid psychopaths? Now, good question. Glad you asked. Dad, how do I write a book? I granted some of these, some of the answers to these questions I'm not entirely sure of myself. And that's what this podcast is about. It's a chance for me to brainstorm some possible responses that I will have. Dad, should I... Should I be a participant in somebody else's lesson? Oh, now that, oh, that's a good one. Look, short of can I poach an egg in a microwave, outside of that sort of question, there are many more revealing to- topics. Many The topics themselves sometimes when it comes to trying to understand the human condition, because that's what little bubs will do. She'll say, Dad, why are some people fixated on this self-destruction? And be like, well, no, that's a really good question. Thank you for asking. Those sort of questions, well, they're not easy to answer in the first instance. And we know that. But it doesn't mean they're not going to be asked. Of course, of course she's going to be asked. She's going to be playing with Barbie dolls or trucks or something and what will happen is that Barbie will most likely Barbie will be driving a truck because that's where we're heading though with, aren't we? with our understanding of gender roles in society today Barbie will be driving a truck and then she'll have probably have a Batman doll probably the Lego one so he'd be a lot smaller and he will be flying and probably take the some sort of aerial photograph of the incident, which will involve Barbie in a truck, of course, and then obviously probably some kind of soft toy because you don't, you don't want to have the potential for there to be actual bodily harm. So I suppose if you had something like an Elmo doll or something uh, driving a scooter, then he's less likely to injure himself. Depends, I suppose. Nothing against Elmo. It's just that many of the Elmo dolls are soft. That's a that's. Am I, I feel like I'm being racist now? Sorry, Elmo. Or something. I don't know what it is. Pre- assuming a lot about Elmo and his internal operations. I could only. I'm, I can, can I please suggest that he is stuffed full of fluffy white, white, there we go again, that's even, 
I'm, it's getting worse. All right, I'm just going to leave Elmo alone. Anyway, Barbie smashed her truck into Elmo. Fortunately, he bounced. The evidence was uh, recorded, captured by Batman, who was flying overhead at the time. This is my point. Now, she needs to, she'll probably ask the question, uh, Dad, you know, due to lifestyle factors and other and other influences that cause Barbie to not really be paying attention. Uh, in other words, Dad, Barbie's accident is really indicative of a pattern of behaviour that suggests that she's not managing very well with the stresses of modern day life. Possibly got something to do with uh, substance abuse. And that's not saying anything against Barbie. This is a very particular Barbie in this particular situation. So if that's if that's the case, and it's probably I wouldn't say it's got anything to do with uh, any anything chronic necessarily. It simply could be that it's not easy life. Life is not easy. And I'll say to her, look, love, it's not always easy. So again, to get some clarity, to get some perspective in life. So how do you manage the stress? Mm, it's going to be a good question. So many pertinent questions. And it does all come down to obsessions. This is the thing that I've spoken about before. This idea that we are prone to psychotic episodes. And if you are subject to psychosis, which we all are to some extent, then you're going to have, there's going to be consequences for others. For instance, you may possibly, could it have been an accident? I'm not saying anything against Barbie, don't get me wrong. But possibly Barbie was distracted by some questions that she's asking herself about the stability of, rea- of her reality and then smashed into Elmo. It wouldn't have been the first time. Well, it would be the first time in that scenario because... Look, I'm sure at some point in the world somewhere, Barbie's been driving a truck and has smashed into Elmo. It's just a, an example to demonstrate a point about patterns of behaviour. And how sometimes we have to look at ourselves first and say, genuinely, how, to what extent am I uh, to blame for this situation? For this regrettable situation that I find myself in currently. Look, my first piece of advice would be, I hope that your regret is genuine because at least then you're feeling something. The problem exists when you don't feel anything. And that seems to me to be the habit with a lot of people these days, they're actively in the pursuit of managing their feelings to a point where they don't engage in them. You have to feel, you have to feel something, even if that feeling's bad. Bad feelings. It's like, oh, I feel bad. 
I feel bad about myself. Well, you've got to have those moments. You can't go through life trying to massage all the external elements so that you can protect yourself from feeling. You've got to feel. Feel! That's the first piece I say. Firstly, feel something. Acknowledge that you're feeling something and then be honest with yourself about how much you are in control of that feeling. It might be that you were in control of the circumstances and that the feeling could have been avoided because of something that happened in terms of the pattern of behaviour. So, if that's the case, well, it's all very well to be wise in hindsight. We can look back and go, oh, if only. And that you should do that. But if we're not, at, we're not the cause, say we're the Elmo in this situation, we are the victim of somebody else's distraction, which happens probably just as much, really. I like to think that generally we are more or less a part of the problems that we, we experience. There's something that we've done. Some choice that we've made that means that we have to suffer. I generally think that there are things that you can be regarded as pure accidents where you have you are at no fault whatsoever. But I think they're actually pretty rare. Hmm. But anyway, that's just that's a that's neither here nor there to a certain extent. Be in control of your feelings. That's not always easy. It's not always easy. We've spoken about that before. But the thing you want to avoid as much as possible is being a participant in somebody else's lesson. That's the struggle. That's the struggle. And it's very easy to do. And the reason why you want to avoid that is because you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to make the mistake yourself. Be be at the front of an experience. Be the one that's activating what's happening. Don't be led. Don't be led into regret. And don't be passive either. I suppose it's probably the other dimension of all of this you know whenever you have problems with others problems with other people in the world which happens all the time road rage is a perfect example barbie versus elmo that's how it'll go down in the law courts whenever you have problems with other people in the world don't just be a participant in their lesson Find a way for you to learn something for yourself. That's all for yourself. That's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to do because it's about being a little bit honest, a little bit honest with yourself about your weaknesses, your fallibilities, your flaws. And the reason why we don't like doing that, the reason why we don't like saying, yeah, okay, a little bit of, I'm a little bit to blame. 
I'm a little bit to blame. The reason why we don't like doing that is because it opens the way for a comprehensive disruption to our sense of self. It's the appears to be the hole that turns into the busted turns into a busted damn wall. The hole in our self-esteem that ends up causing the crack that makes the whole thing fall down. Alright. But the thing about that is it's not true. Our self-esteem, as it so happens, is very robust. It's just that we lose connection with it. Our self-esteem is essentially another way of saying how connected are you to your sense of self? Because your sense of self remains intact. And the best way to... But we can drift away from it. And a lot of the reasons sometimes trauma will do that to us. Sometimes other people will be manipulating us and we lose a sense of our own direction. So sense of self is like a stream that just keeps flowing. Self is a powerful mechanism that exists purely because we have to be social with each other, otherwise we don't make babies. It's essential for the evolution of species. That's what self is. It's just a social enabler. And it's as powerful as the life force itself. It's a river that keeps flowing. But sometimes we're not, we, we're not, we're not in the river. We're not, we, we've, someone's kicked us out of our boat and that's been smashed to pieces and we're standing on the bank watching our sense of self who we want to we want to be rolling around in and and surfing and splashing about and and enjoying in just flowing without us having any contact with what we can't we're not even throwing stones into it we're not even watching them skip across the surface we are probably, we're on the bank, we're up a tree and we're cold because we haven't got a towel. So your sense of self doesn't go away, doesn't. That's a bit of a, maybe that is the take-home message from this, from this particular podcast. Maybe that's the question I get asked. Daddy, uh, how stable is your sense of self? There's a very good chance you will ask that question. And I'll say, love, it's as stable as... A, it's, a, it's the rock that works as the cornerstone for all of civilization, mate. It's the pinnacle of survival's, su, su, survival's mechanism. It's the cog that turns everything, is what I'll say. And why is it always so... Why is it hard sometimes to feel it why is it hard to maintain the consistency of it? Why do, why do I always feel like I have to rewrite it and rework it and reach out? <laughs> Look, love, what you do with the force okay, that we refer to as self is that we channel it particular ways to a certain extent. We can't deviate its flow dramatically. We can't make it go left, can't make it do right angles, 
It's a stream that flows that we have to work with that flow. We are in control only to a certain extent because in the first instance, it exists purely to enable social interaction so that we can continue as a species. If you get away too far from that main intention, which is to be a connective, the connective tissue, to work as a connective tissue psychologically between us all, if it's not functioning like that, if you're trying to make it do something else, that's when you start, the, the river pushes you out. You get forced into the eddy. You get forced onto the bank and then you crawl up and, and you curl up in the, in the wet grass and, and you've, lost, you've lost your sense of self. That's the best way to look at it. So how do you get back into the river? That's a very good question. I like, I like the sound of it. First things first you understand the extent to which you have control over it. You don't let others try and pull you into their stream. You understand that it's one big stream, we're all in the same stream. You can move to the left and to the right to a certain extent, but you can't change the direction of the stream, we're all in it. I suppose it's like a twig, we're all twigs in the river. Mm. I'm persisting with this river analogy. I am. Some of you are kind of like, Adam, what are you talking about? Which is good. That's what a podcast should do, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it? It should be like, uh, I don't understand. Sense of self, self as a concept in its own right, is the connective tissue, psychologically and emotionally, that enables the species to continue. That, I think, is fair enough. Self only exists so that we can be socially enabled. Thank you very much. But we are really just all twigs floating on the surface of this force called self. And the thing about that is that no twig takes the same path down the river. Some twigs will flow in the middle of the river more than they'll flow on the side of the river and some twigs will be floating on the side of the river and get stuck every now and then and sometimes like I've said they get washed up onto the bank and then they get washed back into the river again and so even though the flow is the same our journey through that flow is entirely unique to us. It cannot be repeated by anyone else. You can try. I'd like to see two twigs take exactly the same path as they flow down a river. And we're talking about a twig. We're talking about a leaf. A leaf that's fallen from the tree of life which is maybe that's what happens when you're born. When you're born, you're just a leaf that's just floating down, down and through the ether and then into the river. But it doesn't matter where you land, you could dump a million leaves into the same spot in the river and they'll all flow down and make a, their way down the river, taking different journeys, different paths. 
You can't control the randomness of that. You could take a trillion leaves and dump them in the same spot in the river. They'll all go down the river in a different way. And that's how, that's what, that's all we are. That's all we're doing. That's all the sense of self is for us. So you can't not have a sense of self. You can lose connection with it. How do you get back to it again? Well, it's about essential ingredients. Essentially, you were floating in the river. At some point, even when you're very, you're born, you were able to ride the course of that river. Something happened at some point where you were pushed out of the river. So you have to go back to that spot. Go back to that feeling. Go back to that version of yourself. When you were free, capable and and uninhibited and the flowing down the river was easy. Sometimes that can be as simple as a smile. Sometimes that can be as simple as a phone call to a to an estranged loved one. Sometimes it takes therapy and a lot of hard work and drugs and all sorts of things. It does. So it depends, you know, it depends. But the, your, your self force never goes away. It can't go away. It just can't. It's impossible. It's like saying, there shall be no more lightning anymore. I won't have it. Uh, don't, 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 don't like it. Uh, unnecessary. What does it do? It doesn't make plants grow any quicker, like rain does. So, no, nah, no more lightning. Can't do it. So, self as a force is exactly the same. Cannot be removed from you. You can move away from it or be forced to move away from it. Mm, sometimes your leaf gets caught onto the tail end of somebody else's leaf and then for a little part of that journey down the river, you are taking the same path as somebody else and you're happy for it to be pulled along by their direction, in their direction. But ultimately, you will break free. And you can travel near that leaf for the rest of the journey down the river. Absolutely you can, before you get to the waterfall of death. The waterfall of death! Hey? <laughs> oh. Hey. No, there's lots of ways to talk about these things, these psychology concepts. Self is a really powerful thing, and I have no problem using the imagery uh, the waterfall of death. Because I think that's what happens is leaves, leave, the leaf doesn't know where its waterfall is, does it? The waterfall for each leaf is different. It doesn't know. So it just keeps flowing down the river until it's like, oh, there's the waterfall. It's dead. That's how it goes. Everybody knows, as Lennon Cohen said. Leonard Cohen didn't say that. Maybe he did. 
Do you let me come and say that? Everybody knows that's how it goes. Oh, he did say that. Oh, clever dude. Very perceptive, I should uh, declare. I will declare. I have declared. I have declared. It's been declared. Anyway, I hope there was something in there for you. I don't know exactly what the daughter talks question was exactly. exactly. Something about... How do I maintain... What is, what is self, Dad? What is self? <laughs>